spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details. All right, here we are on your Monday morning, and let's head to uh, Washington, D.C. and check in with our senior White House correspondent for Great Television, Mr. John Decker. Good morning, John. Good morning to you, Pam. hope you're doing well today. We are doing well on this Monday morning. <sighs> so what's happening there? I, I do believe we have a, a service for Sandra Day O'Connor, don't we? That's right. So Sandra Day O'Connor, she passed away back on December the 1st at the age of 93. Uh, She served 24 years on the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, Today, uh, the Supreme Court will pay tribute uh, to her service uh, to our country and to the Supreme Court. There will be a private ceremony inside the U.S. Supreme Court uh, with all nine justices. Uh, That won't be open to the public, but will be an opportunity today for the public to pay respects to Sandra Day O'Connor. Her casket will be on a public display uh, as you enter into the Supreme Court and her casket, pay respect to her. That will take place from 1030 this morning until eight o'clock at night. And then tomorrow there will be a memorial service for uh, the former associate justice on the U.S. Supreme Court. That will take place at the National Cathedral. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor will be late to rest in her home state of arizona she really was a trailblazer pam uh you know she's a trailblazer in so many aspects of her life of course the first female justice on the u.s supreme court yeah i love to go back to those old clips of her you know when she first got started and and even midway through her career and just listen to her speak because she had so many so many good things to say and you're right she was a trailblazer no doubt about it well, you know, here's an interesting fact uh, as it relates to Sandra Day Connor, her impact on the court. There were 365 to four decisions that uh, during the course of her time on the U.S. Supreme Court. So that is a tremendous legacy to have. Uh, some of her legacy, however, was undone uh, by the more conservative court that now exists. That Dobbs decision uh, overturned some of the decisions that. Sandra Day O'Connor actually wrote uh, as it relates to the issue of abortion. Uh, But, you know, she was one of those rare justices that had experience in elective politics. She was elected to the state Senate in Arizona well before she became a Supreme Court justice. And uh, there were some justices who said that worked well in terms of the collegiality that existed on the Supreme Court during the time uh, that she served on the highest court on the land. Well, speaking of that election, we do know that we're getting closer and closer to uh, the Iowa caucus. And tell me what's happening with that. We are 30 days away from the Iowa caucus, which takes place January the 15th. Uh, And, you know, polls indicate that Donald Trump, the former president, uh, has a big lead uh, as it relates to uh, the race for the Republican nomination. But there's an interesting poll that came out over the weekend, well-respected poll showing Nikki Haley's really gained ground. She's in a solid number two position in the New Hampshire uh, primary uh, race, as it relates to at least this one poll. Uh, she's still 
behind Donald Trump, but uh, she's at 29 percent. That's pretty impressive uh, for a second place uh, challenger. And, you know, she still has time. She still has more than a month and a half to make up that ground. Uh, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, and she spends a lot of time in both Iowa and New Hampshire, as do the others competing for the Republican nomination, including Donald Trump, uh, uh, Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie, and Vivek Ramaswamy, all of them uh, realizing that it's crunch time for them as we get closer and closer to the Iowa caucus. Yeah, I saw Nikki Haley all over the place yesterday morning, um, and she was with Chris Sununu, the governor of New Hampshire. So, um, yeah, that was she's pushing hard there. She she was very upbeat about her chances, uh, especially in New Hampshire, which is interesting. I, you know, this, it's going to be very, very interesting. So, I well, it is. You know, it's a, the New Hampshire primary sometimes surprises us. I think back to the year 2000 when uh, John McCain beat uh, George W. Bush. Uh, of course, George W. Bush won the nomination that year, but he surprised. But John McCain won uh, easily uh, in the New Hampshire primary. Uh, and then, you know, look, I think that. Uh, the results of the New Hampshire primary can surprise a lot of people uh, as it relates to uh, previous election cycles. Uh, Donald Trump winning it in 2016 uh, and Hillary Clinton uh, doing well in the New Hampshire primary uh, against Barack Obama in 2008. Of course, Barack Obama went on to win the uh, Democratic nomination. But uh, it's an important state. There's no doubt about it. You can get a lot of momentum by doing well in New Hampshire. All right. Well, certainly a lot for us to talk about, sir. So uh, we will chat again tomorrow. I look forward to it. Have a great day, Pam. Bye-bye.